Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. That's not a citation, is it? No, it's a violation ticket for speeding, Macy. Is you, Macy, right? Do you know? Do you know who I am? I have no idea. Well, I'm Lacey Evans, and I do not rate that ticket, so you can so go ahead. Lacey Evans. WWE superstar, and you should know exactly who I am. Sorry, ma'am, I don't. Uh, anyway, so here's the ticket information on the back. Honey. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. So. You nasty thing. I'll pay the ticket. Okay, well, have a good day. Well, nice don't day. you have a terrible day, sir. Canada is terrible, and I can't wait to get back. <laughs> Welcome to Edmonton. Oh. <laughs> we played this for you yesterday, and it, it, it got just out of control. Lacey Evans is a WWE wrestler. She was going to wrestle in Edmonton, and she got pulled over for a speeding ticket. Posted what we were told was an interaction with the police officer who pulled her over. Said it wasn't set up or anything like that. Uh, Jim, you and I said she probably took advantage of the situation, made a video because she's a bad guy. She's a heel mm-hmm. in, in the WWE, and that's her job. That's what they do. They get a rise out of people. So she made this video and said, okay, well, I'm getting a speeding ticket anyways. I'll, uh, I'll film it. I'll be a bit of a jerk to the police officer and get Edmonton riled up. Well, she got the entire country of Canada riled up because she said Canada's terrible. <laughs> There was a huge backlash online to the point where Lacey Evans had to put out a statement online yesterday. Here it is. As prior law enforcement myself and a United States Marine, I do not condone, agree with, or promote disrespecting or making law enforcement officers' jobs harder than they already are. This video was created by both parties to promote the local live event taking place in the Edmonton area. As a sports entertainer, it's my job not only to entertain, but also to set a proper example. So with that being said, I'm glad you were all entertained. But if you ever try to honestly disrespect or put my brothers and sisters in blue and harm, I hope what you get what you ask for. Signed, Sergeant Estrella, which is Lacey's real last name. Oh. Why? She's a... She should have doubled down. Don't apologize. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious what, that it was a stunt to begin with. Why else would she film it and post it? Why else? She it, posted it herself. Yes. It's yeah. so clear, and she's clearly being a bad guy. She should have just doubled down and started calling people Rudy Poo candy asses and <laughs> went full rock on everybody. You could tell it was set up, either mm-hmm. from her end or from both ends, right? Mm-hmm. And then people just lost their minds. It's embarrassing. As a Canadian, that so many people, one, fell for this in this country, and two, got so upset about it. We used to be well-known for having the best self-depreciating sense of humor, uh-huh. but it feel like, I feel like that's gone away. And wrestlers have been doing this forever. For example, Jim. Yeah, Shawn Michaels, 2005, in Toronto. Check this out. You know, he's got him in the palm of his hands. They are going wild there, too. That's the whole point. (laughs) But how many of those people actually think that 
Shawn Michaels hates Canada. Oh, he hates Hulk Hogan and he hates Bret Hart. <laughs> Those guys, they're like sharing a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, they're drinking after. <laughs> right, they're going for dinner as mm. soon as this is done. Relax, everybody. <laughs> Canada is terrible and I can't wait to get back. Well, welcome to Edmonton. Oh. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news, you choose is the game. This is where we give you a headline and you have to guess whether or not it's a real news story or complete nonsense that Jim and I have come up with. Steve, good morning. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing this morning? Good. Get enough of these right and you're going to be a winner, okay? Fantastic. The first headline is... A girl threatens to stab her grandfather for denying her extra vegetables at the dinner table. Fake news you choose. I'm going to go with fake news. Mm. Failing pile of garbage. Really? It's a Florida woman. Uh. <laughs> a teenager in Florida wanted more vegetables with dinner, and Grandpa said no. So... First, she threw a water bottle at Grandpa and accidentally hit a 73-year-old relative in the eye with a pack of cigarettes. Okay. And then she threatened to stab her grandfather with a knife. Yeah, I well, I used to threaten to stab my grandmother if she made me eat my vegetables. (laughs) What is wrong with this girl? Those vegans getting out of control, huh, Jim? Yeah, I also like the idea of a grandpa saying, no more vegetables. You've had enough green giant. Here, take this pack of cigarettes and don't throw it at anybody. Next headline, Buffalo Bills fan arrested for throwing football full of whiskey over fence into stadium to friend. Fake news you choose. I'm going to go with uh, true. Uh oh. Failing pile of garbage. Tough start. Are Buffalo Bills fans that smart after all those folding tables that they've been (laughs) thrown through? You think they could come up with that idea? (laughs) I've heard about that, though, like people trying to smuggle drugs into prisons and stuff. They'll throw footballs full of drugs over fences. Totally. Hey. We're not we're not endorsing that no, idea, no. but we have heard it happening in the past. That's how they uh, could find some new quarterbacks. <laughs> okay, Chatham, Ontario man banned from church after spilling dip cup in his pew. Uh, fake news, you choose. I've got to be fake news. You are fake news. Here we go. It's, it's the fakest news, but the realest news as well. <laughs> the most believable headline, but it is fake. Okay, next headline reads, A guy is sentenced for intentionally passing gas during a strip search. Steve, is that one real or fake? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, real. You are fake news. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was not Antonio Brown. <laughs> It was a 28-year-old guy named Stuart Cook from Scotland was arrested after an incident where cops found drugs on him. During the strip search, he repeatedly farted and asked the cops, How do you like that? (laughs) Can you taste the haggis? (laughs) All those haggis farts are the worst. (laughs) So they say. (laughs) Last headline for the win. You can do it, Steve. A woman in Louisiana is attacked by a camel and saves herself by biting the camel's testicles. 
Fake news you choose. Uh, I'm going to say that's true. Yeah, you are baby. Fake news. <laughs> of course it's true. We couldn't make up something like that. That is insanity. Listen to this. I was shocked because we've had animals for 30 years and never one incident. They was pushing on the camel and pushing them and pushing them, swatting them with the hat. And camels naturally are going to sat down. Well, when he sat down, she was underneath him. I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but she actually bit him in his private area. That's about as nice as I could put it. <laughs> Lordy! This is at a truck stop in Louisiana. They have a 600-pound camel named Casper living there in a petting zoo. And uh, a couple with their dog were at the truck stop. The dog started barking, freaked out the camel. Woman ended up underneath, had to bite the camel in the, we'll say, camel toe <laughs> <laughs> to get him off of her. Uh, it's bad enough being stuck under a camel, let alone that in your face, eh? <laughs> uh, what would she do if she was stuck under a moose? <laughs> Go for the knuckle. Steve, congratulations. You're a winner with fake news you choose. Hey, thanks, guys. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. And can we just take a moment to appreciate how awesome this camel lady is? <laughs> I'm talking about the eyewitness, the, yeah. the lady who owns the the petting zoo at the truck stop in Gros Tete, Louisiana. Was that big head in French? Is that what that means? I think, yeah, yeah. Gros, la tête, la tête de gros. <laughs> gros tête, Louisiana. Could mean another body part, too. 600-pound <laughs> camel named Casper uh, pinned a woman against a wall and then ended up sitting on her. And this lady survived by biting the camel in the testicles. Oh, God. You got to do what you got to do in that situation, right? But uh, the lady who runs the uh, the petting zoo is awesome. They was pushing on the camel and pushing them and pushing them, swatting them with the hat. And camels naturally are going to sat down. Well, when he sat down, she was underneath him. Let's try and call her, shall we? If we can get a hold of her, yeah. I found the truck stop. It's called the Tiger Truck Stop. They've got all sorts of animals down there. What a combo. At this petting zoo. Let's see if we can get that lady from the uh, the local news story on the air. Tiger. Hey, how are you guys doing in Louisiana today? I'm good, and you? Good. It's Taz and Jim. We're calling from a radio station in Canada. Okay, hang on one second, babe. Okay. Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. My name's Taz, and Jim is here with me. Hello. Hello, how you doing? Who are we speaking with? Uh, Pam Boucher. Hey, Pam. Uh, We heard about the incident with Casper, and we were just calling to check and see uh, if he's recovered. Um, we have a vet, the veterinarian uh, was supposed to be out here yesterday, but got held up. So they're supposed to be here today to check him. They're going to do some blood work and make sure that, you know, I mean, a human bite's pretty bad, too, just like an animal bite. Yeah, so get they affected. want to do blood work just to be sure. Make sure that lady didn't have rabies, mouth. right? Well, you you don't know what people have in their mouth. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 
what is the size of a camel's testicle? Actually, those are like behind his other private area. I mean, in front the other private area. Uh huh. So they're, they're kind of backward. They're yeah. tucked back there. And, and are right. they big? Like, are we talking an apple? Uh, not quite that. Well, yeah, they might be around that big. <laughs> How big of a chomp did she take out of them? I don't see any bite bite marks. Mm-hmm. She said she bit him, but I don't see any bite marks on him. But it's not to say, because we went and checked him pretty good, and we didn't see any physical bite marks, but then someone said, one of the witnesses that was out there said she maybe had false teeth or didn't have her teeth in or something. I don't know. Just so <laughs> gummed it. <laughs> she took her dentures out. That's courteous. Yeah. <laughs> does yeah. Does Casper at least have like a bag of peas to sit on or something like that? Is he acting differently? Is he hurt? Well, I'm going to tell you, he acted funny the couple of days afterwards, and I think it was because they were swatting him in his face quite often. They kept slapping at his face and stuff Mm -hmm. and on his head, and he did act kind of funny about us. You know, usually we could touch his face pretty easy, and I guess, it. you know, I mean, like any other, you know, animal, it can traumatize them, you know, and, I mean, it kind of... Upset him pretty good because he ain't wanted us to touch him in his face, and he he always lets us. But this is a good lesson for anybody who's going to be going near a camel. Do not do not touch their face and don't swat them because you don't want to be in a situation where your only option is to bite their testicles, right? That's correct. And well, really, the big lesson is is when you see a big enclosed pen Mm -hmm. with a big animal in it. Yeah. You shouldn't enter it. Follow the rules or you might have to bite a camel's testicles. Lesson yeah, learned. I guess so. Guess so. <laughs> I guess so. That's the first time, though, I've ever heard of something like that in my life. Well, Pam Boucher down there at the Tiger Truck Stop and Petting Zoo in Louisiana. Give our best to Casper and you make sure you have a great day, okay? All right, hon. You do the same. It's election season here in Canada. Last week, we had a doozy of a political scandal involving mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau. Well, another scandal to tell you about here. Who is it this time? Elizabeth May. I, the stakes are a little lower. <laughs> but it's a controversy nonetheless. Green Party leader Elizabeth May used Photoshop to add reusable cup and metal straw to photo. <laughs> so it's Elizabeth May talking to some some voters, it looks like. She's out and about, and the public looks like a, at a market on the street shaking hands. And uh, there's a ver- there's clearly a white reusable cup with a metal straw in the photo, w- clearly Photoshopped into it. That might be Microsoft painted in there. <laughs> <laughs> she she must have had a disposable cup. Well, the, the, and they wanted to cover it up with the reusable cup and the metal straw. I think so. I'm guessing she had a Ryan Coke and uh, <laughs> no. she's walking around like <laughs> the trailer park boys, like Julian. Yeah, uh, it's the Ryan Coke in her hand at all times. Well, we don't know what was in her I hand. I might vote for her <laughs> if that was the case. Exactly, it'd be more more relatable, but. 
like there's the, this is the original photo. So the thing is, we don't know what the actual full photo is, but here's a cropped one that they also have that the Green Party released, and there is no straw in the top of her hand there. It's kind of harder to see, but you can yeah, tell. Yeah, but you definitely can see there is not a straw. Yeah, in and that picture. The, the cup is clearly photoshopped in the in the Photoshop version. It's not the end of the world, but why bother? Yeah. It kind of is, because if you're going to lie about holding a disposable cup in your hand, Mm -hmm. then what else are you willing to lie about? Yeah. To go to this amount of lengths for the littlest thing... Like it's, if there's a true scandal, it is the Green Party, yeah, though, right? So they thing. gotta they gotta be environmentally uh, friendly and forward. Yeah, this whole the whole plastic straw, metal straw, paper straw thing is annoying to begin with. I, I agree. We should reduce plastic. I have no problem with paper straws or anything, but people uh-huh. get worked up on oh, both yeah. sides. People, I can't believe how many people complain about. Actually, having to use paper straws, like I hate it's a paper big deal. straws. It well, is a big deal. Why? I'll go no straw because they get soggy and they fall apart. The bottoms get soggy, but your mouth part no, get soggy. No, it depends. It depends how long. Yeah, you. I feel like you have to race through your drink, <laughs> otherwise your straw will fall apart. In in the cup, Jim. I will say you can t- also taste the straw more than plastic, and then it, the taste of paper in your mouth isn't the most desirable feeling. And the metal straws, they conduct hot and cold. So if you're drinking something oh. and it's too cold, it's very cold on your lips or your fingers if you're holding the straw. If you're drinking something hot with the metal straw, same thing. It's uh, You're really going to feel the heat. And if you trip and fall, it goes through your eyeball <laughs> yeah. right into your brain and it kills you. That's, I mean, I'm more worried about the hot and cold part, but there's also <laughs> the eye stabbing. Yeah, that's a true story. It oh, happened absolutely. to a guy. I know because every conservative friend of mine <laughs> shared the story and said, aha! This is why you can't use metal straws. Just keep drinking out of disposable cups, and if anyone gives you a hard time, Photoshop a a picture of a a metal straw and a a reusable cup into the picture. Case closed. Time for sports. Our sports expert, Devin Peacock, is with us. Dev, I guess we need to uh, context this story here. The Eagles played the Lions on the weekend, and the game didn't go the Eagles' way. It did not. The Eagles lost 27-24, to so uh, it was a game I think they thought they probably could have won. And it was, this is just an example of how tough Philly fans are because um, Nelson Aguilar is a wide receiver for the Eagles. He caught two touchdowns on Sunday, mm-hmm. but he also dropped some passes and angered some fans in the process. So even though he caught two touchdowns... They focused on the ones he didn't they catch. They focused on the one he, d- he didn't catch. And blamed catch. him for the loss. Yes. And, and the reason we're telling you this is because there is this great audio and, and video that we'll post on the uh, Facebook fan page of a guy in Philadelphia, a hero, who saved multiple people from a burning building, but... You know Philly sports fans, they just can't let it go. Here's his interview with the local TV station. Smoke started getting worse. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window, screaming that his kids was in there, things like that. So I ran upstairs, but then I was greeted with smoke. I ran back downstairs. By that time, the ladder truck was pulling up. And ironically, me and my old co-workers took the ladder off, off the truck, raised it up, and was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. But we was catching them. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. 
I like to put that out there because I know this is serious, but uh, football is a lot more serious. Let's hope he wasn't spiking the babies in the end zone after he caught them. <laughs> to this guy, true hero. Yeah. Like, listen, he's got he's getting a ladder. He's catching babies that are being thrown out the window. And despite this crazy event in his life, he still in his mind has it to to shout out this football player who dropped a couple passes in the game on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that's that's almost up there with. The fans who just throw stuff on the on the ice onto fields and stuff like the guy caught two touchdowns. Uh huh. I, I don't even. Well, let's let's uh, put it in in baby catching terms. <laughs> yeah. If if you miss a couple passes and you're catching babies, people aren't going to remember the babies you caught either. Yeah. Uh, D- it depends if they're gimmies or not. I think I'd like to see him catch those babies in prime time. <laughs> and ironically, me and my old coworkers took the ladder off off the truck. Raise it up and was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. Uh, we was catching them, unlike Aguilar. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Story about the RCMP with police in London, Ontario, and the OPP shutting down a meth lab in London. It was the uh, former home of the Cecilia Club, uh, which apparently was sold a little while back, and the, the new owners. Decided to set up a little science experiment, <laughs> <laughs> but they got caught. Um, do you find yourself sympathetic to meth dealers and and cookers after watching Breaking Bad? Uh, you know what? Not really. You know, I got to be just like I don't feel bad for serial killers after watching Dexter. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. No, I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm not saying I do, but I, the whole thing makes me curious. Like, I want to know more. Uh, about the meth lab, just based on Walter White's awesome meth lab that he had on the show. Remember, it was yeah. in the laundromat, and you flipped open that big machine, and you had like secret stairs going downstairs. I'm curious to know how elaborate this meth lab was, or if it was just a building with yeah with beakers and Bunsen burners inside. I'm gonna guess it's more, or it's less like the laundromat meth lab, more like the RV meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> Things are rattling around and it's, it's like so gong show. the RV with no wheels. Yeah, yeah, basically. But you know what? It's look at, funny. Looking at the photos from the outside, like the grass wasn't being cut. It's like the little things that get people caught. I think like the building looked like it was wasn't being held together very well. A lot of the neighbors were complaining about this the state of it. So as, if they just kept on cutting the grass and fixing the odd broken window, they'd probably be fine. There's a Jim Kelly meth lab tip for you, folks. <laughs> for all the kids, maintain out there. the exterior of your meth lab. It just—it's yard just like, work is the key to not getting busted. It's the key to everything in life <laughs> and happiness, but especially to keep the meth lab going. Did you see a new trailer was released yesterday for the new Breaking Bad movie? Can't believe this is happening, but October 11th, so weeks away from a Breaking Bad movie premiering on Netflix. Yeah, that is a week and a half. That's crazy. It's, it's not far off. Uh, so I'm going to play this, the audio from the trailer. It's only a minute long. Um, if you don't want to know, then don't listen. <laughs> See you, Jim. Uh, Jesse Pinkman in the trailer, he looks like he's sitting in the middle of the desert in an El Camino, a car, which is the name of the, the movie, El Camino. Um, you remember the last episode he escaped yeah, from yeah. his situation and he's sitting in there listening to a radio broadcast. We 
breaking news or something. A horrific scene with multiple victims. It started when neighbors reported hearing hundreds of gunshots fired. When Albuquerque police arrived, they discovered the bodies of nine male victims, many shot multiple times. Veteran police officers calling the level of carnage, quote, staggering. Apparently, a remote-controlled machine gun was used in the killings. Investigators are searching for a person of interest who fled the scene. Anyone with information on this massacre is asked to call police immediately. How many people were killed? Is yeah. Walter White the person who escaped, or is Jesse Pinkman the person who escaped? Is Walter White alive? Is he dead? What's going on here? Because they said they found nine bodies. Nine bodies. How now, many Nazis were there? Now I'm going to have to go back and watch that last episode and do a little math. Yeah. One, two, three, <laughs> four, <laughs> five, six. <laughs> I, I, I. Uh, I hope Walter doesn't come back. I know it, it sounds crazy because that's what the show is based around, basically. Uh-huh. But he already died. You know what I mean? Like, I hate when they just, like, go, oh, nope, not dead. He was okay. Is Walter White alive? I guess we'll have to wait to find out when El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, comes to Netflix on October 11th. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.